Joggist, it is Joggist, where I will be watching Jaws each day. Podcast, got a podcast, but I'm not quite sure what I will say. The choice of this time I give you pause, cause it has nothing to do with Jaws. Joggist, it is Joggist, where every day I will watch Jaws and talk about Jaws. It helps if you like Jaws. Present to you the story of Jaws. After watching Jaws for 31 straight days, what I'm going to do now is attempt to retell the story of Jaws from the beginning to the very end, fueled by my friend, good old cold Narragansett. Narragansett, not a sponsor. Our tale opens, obviously, it opens with the Universal logo. And we start underwater. Um, let me just say right now, I'm not going to break at all. If you notice any breaks in this, it's not me looking at notes. It's not me stopping because I forgot. It's something's wrong with the camera or the recording. And it's just a quick technical error. Okay. So let's get started. Universal Pictures, a Zenic Brown production. We're underwater. Okay, that's the opening scene. Is underwater with the Jaws theme thumping, 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 thumping,
and weird kind of point of view of something. We don't know what. We know what. And quickly, while the fish or the camera is going underwater, we come to a party. And this party is like, there's a lot of cool harmonica, cool guitar, and very cool drug taking. There's drinking, there's smoking. One woman mentions an amputee. Uh, and then we, we kind of focus on this young fella with a gorgeous head of blonde hair. And he catches the eye of this young woman who smiles at him. But as he gets up to go talk to her, she runs off. Chrissy runs off. And he says, what did you, what did you say your name was again? Chrissy, where are you going? Swimming. And then he's like, hold up. Hold, wait up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Slow up. Slow down. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm coming. And then she takes off. Chrissy takes off her clothes. She's bouncing and running and into the water. And he's like trying to take off his clothes. He's like, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm not drunk. She goes out into the water. And she's swimming around. And she comes out. And her, do you see her leg? She does a little leg thing that looks really cool. She looks off into um, back on the shore and says, Why don't you come in the water? And he's like, I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. And then the shot goes back to underwater. And we see, we're looking up at Chrissy. And she's, she's uh, wading in the water, you know, treading, whatever they call it. And all of a sudden the camera gets closer and gets closer. And then, boom, out of the distance. We see, well, not out of the distance, but um, I'm going to turn my volume down. So, so um, the camera gets closer and closer, and then ooh, she's pulled under, and she's like, "What the hell's going on?" Ooh, she's pulled under again. All of a sudden, she's whew, she's being shipped around. She's screaming. She's freaking out. Is there like a like an air conditioner? There's obviously an air conditioner out here. I apologize for the sound, um, but she's freaking out. The um, she's going ah back on shore. The guy is like, oh, he doesn't care. I'm not drunk. I'm coming. I can swim. And she's underwater. And then she, she gets up again. She's like, ah, it hurts. It hurts. Grabs the buoy. Thinks that's going to do something. It doesn't do anything. And then she gets pulled back. And then all of a sudden she's pulled under the water. And nothing. She's gone. We never see that face again. We just see the still water and the buoy in the water. Then... It dissolves into daytime. Daytime, the same ocean. I don't think, it's not the same view. That'd be something if it was right outside the Brody home. And then we see the back of uh, a man's head, Chief Brody, and he's like, oh, I don't remember the sun being like this. And Ellen Brody's like, well, we bought the house in the fall. This is summer. And she's like, why don't you go check on the kids? He goes, oh, they must be in the backyard. She looks in the back. He's like, in Amity, you say yard. He goes, they're in the yard, not too far from the car. How is that? Like it from New York. They come out into the kitchen, and all of a sudden Michael comes in. He's like, Ma, I get hit by a vampire. He's like, you were playing on those swing sets. I told you not to play with those swings. And then Ellen cleans up Michael's um, hand being washed. He's like, can I go swimming? She's like, yeah. Phone call. Brody reaches the phone. He reaches the wrong phone. Then he picks up the correct phone. He's like, huh? What do they normally do? They wash up? No, no, no. Hold them there. Hold them there. So obviously they're saying there's a missing person, and um, they need to go... Uh, he wants them to, to keep the witness there. Next shot is um, outside. He's like, missing persons. The season hasn't even started yet. Nobody's here. He comes out of the house, and Ellen's like, 
uh, Chief, be, be careful, Chief. He's like, in this town? And she gets on the swing set that he just told Michael not to go on. And little Sean is on there. She's like, say bye to Dad, bye, Dad. I want my cup back. He's like, you'll get it. He takes his Chevy. He drives off. And he drives by this big billboard that says uh, 50th Annual Regatta for Amity Island, uh, July 4th to the 10th, I believe it is. And he drives into town next. Uh, no, he doesn't drive into town. He drives to the beach. Next thing we see him, he's walking on the beach with this young fella who's from Hartford. And he goes to school at Trinity. His, his parents were Islanders, but they moved off when his dad got retired. He's like, you didn't, um, you didn't, uh, you know, you sure you didn't see her? He goes, no. He goes, maybe she, he goes, I was passed out. He goes, maybe she ran out of you, ran out on you. He's like, no way. I called it in, didn't I? And then all of a sudden, bleep, 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 whistles. They run down the beach and you see um, uh, the deputy. He's like, oh, he's like about to throw up. And Brody and the young guy walk up and Brody stops him. And then we see the shot of the, the arm sticking out of the water. And, and Hendrix is like playing with his sand. And a little crab falls out of the sky. And then Brody's holding all this girl's stuff that she threw on the beach and looks off into the water. Next shot is Cassidy. That's the guy's name, the young fella's name, drinking what looks to be Elka-Seltzer. And he's just kind of like frozen, like he's not quite sure what's going on. And then Hendrix is like, you know, he's drinking in the back. And Penny's like, you guys are up off early. Is the chief in? And he's like, mm, he points back there. And she says, chief, she wants to talk to him about the karate. He's like, Penny, if you want to keep the outstanding, you know, you know he's talking about organizing. The, the, the phone call rings. She's like, medical, uh, it's the medical examiner. He gets a phone call. Doesn't say a thing. Doesn't say a thing to this guy. Tap, tap, tapa. It's a shark attack. Hangs off the phone. He's like, Penny, I want, I want um, records of every water activity that the city fathers had planned or the town fathers had planned. She's like, right away? And then he says to Hendrix, where do we keep the beach clothes signs? He's like, we never had any. This dude shows up complaining about a car from New Hampshire. Brody then goes out of the house, zips up the little, his little coat. It's July in Martha's Vineyard, but it's a little chilly. I mean, in Amity. And then he, he walks to the, 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 the kind of like the general store. On the way, this guy, Henry Kaisel, stops him and says, Chief, Chief, hey, you got glasses. The, the karate in my thing. He's like, he's like we'll, you know, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Goes into the general shop. There's a guy complaining that the summer ginks don't come down until June. He doesn't have one thing that he ordered. Not a breach umbrella. Not a, um, not a beach ball. Not a something. A, a, a lounger. Um, and then he reaches for this art supplies because he wants to make the, the signs himself. Pulls the art supply. It knocks over. He's like, ooh. Comes out of the, the store. All of a sudden, the um, deputy pulls up. He's like, uh, Penny just called. They couldn't get reached to you. She just got a call that the, the Boy Scouts are out on April Bay uh, doing their mile swim for a badge. Uh, he's like, all right, get out of the car. Take this back to Penny. No uh, beach is closed by order of the Amity Police. Let Polly do the printing. Did I say Penny? Let Polly, Polly do the printing. Um, he's like, what's wrong with my printing? Let Polly do the printing. He takes off. And then uh, Hendrix, that's the deputy's name, comes around the corner. And while this was happening, you see the medical examiner come out. of the. You see um, Ben Meadows come out. And you see uh, Larry Vaughn come out, the mayor. And Larry Vaughn catches the deputy, and he's like, what's going on? He's like, we had a shock attack, Mayor. Uh, um, fatal. I need to batten down the beaches. Next thing we know, Martin's on the uh, the barge. He's like, Charlie, take me out to those boys, will you? A, uh, a car shows up, and it's the mayor's uh, uh, Cadillac. And But the mayor's not driving. This is Ben Meadows driving it. He's like, Martin, you going to close the beaches? He's like, uh, yeah. He goes, I didn't think I had to tell anybody. Um, and he goes, on what authority? He's like, I didn't think I needed one as authority. I go, well, technically, you need a civil audience by, by civil 
you need a civil ordinance by a board of selectmen. This is Ben Meadows doing most of the talking. And he's like, well, um, he goes, you know, this is your first summer here. He's like, well, that, what does that mean? He goes, Amity's a summer town. We rely on summer dollars. He goes, well, that doesn't mean I want to serve up a smorgasbord. He goes, look, it happens all the time. A young girl goes out swimming. A bro propeller catches them. He goes, that's not what you told me. He goes, well, it could have been. He's like, well, yes, I'll, I'll have to change my amendment. I'll have to amend the order. He goes, and you'll stand by that? I'll stand by that. And Ben Meadows like, it's, it's happened before. We never had these troubles in these waters. The, the mayor brings him a little further out, so he's just alone. He's like, listen, Martin, um, you know, oh, he talks about how, you know, they'd gladly, if they don't swim here, they'd swim at Hampton, uh, other beaches, uh, uh, Jersey. And he's like, listen, Martin, that's when he tells them, look, you, um, you tell people a barracuda, they say, huh, what? You tell people it's a shark. We have a panic on our hands on the 4th of July. You can take us back now so Burley doesn't open the beaches. Next shot, we see this heavyset woman in a, in a, in a, in a headband go out to, um, to swim. And we see this little boy go to his mother, and she's like, can I, have, can I go back swimming? He's like, Alex, kid, your hands are all pruned. Can I just have 10 more minutes? He goes up to get his raft. When he goes up, we stay with Brody, who's just kind of standing there. Um, and this woman who's sitting there, and this woman tells, um, is talking to uh, Ellen, his wife. She's like, all I want to know is when am I going to be on an island? She's like, never, Ellen, never. If you're not born here, you're never going to be an islander. So then um, uh, the kids go all out swimming. And I was like, are you sure that you don't want them to go swimming? He's like, no, that's fine. They can go swimming. All right, so this guy comes up and says, um, Martin, I need to, I, you know, I have some cats parking outside uh, my place and there's a garbage truck here. What I need is a red zone. It's really simple. Can you take care of it? Martin's barely listening because he's watching people swimming. And then uh, he thinks he sees something and it's just this old guy pops his head out of the water. The old guy then comes out of the water. He's like, we, and it's the same guy from earlier. He goes, we know all about you, Chief Brody. You don't like to go in the water. And Martin's like, that's some bad hat, Harry. Really insults the guy. He goes off and stops paying it and, and leaves. And now Martin's just watching people swimming go back and forth. We see um, this guy throwing his uh, a stick to his dog, Pippet. And then we see a little Sean saying, do you know the Muffin Man, Muffin Man? And then all of a sudden we get an underwater shot in the music. And we know something bad's going to happen. We see splashing, we see splashing. Then all of a sudden the water... The underwater, the underwater camera goes right up to this raft, and boom, all of a sudden we see things. We can't quite tell, know what's going on. And this guy gets up and goes, do you see that? And we get this zoom, the, the famous zoom on Brody. Everyone freaks out. Kids are running out of the water. Brody jumps up, and he's like, get everyone out. Get everyone out of the water. Everyone out of the water. He doesn't help anybody, but he says, get everybody out. Alex Kittner's mother finally paying attention, looking around like, who, who, what? Alex? 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 And we see his raft on the ground all bloodied. Cut to a sign that says reward for Alex for the, for the three thousand dollar reward for for the killing of Alex, of the shark that caught Alex Kittner, and then um, we see uh, they go to, oh God, uh, it's the woman saying we don't even know if it was a shark. I can't talk to you, and then they're in the hallway of, of the of the town hall, and the the guys the the newspaper man Meadows is talking about. Um, how Mrs. Kittner put an ad in Field and Stream, an out-of-town papers, um, or an out-of-town paper. She's, she's advertising out-of-town papers. And he goes, I'm going to put the ad in really small in the back of the thing. He's like, he's burying it for them. And um, Brody's like, it's my job to protect the people. He's like, well, then you need to go do something and take care of them. You need to be out there tomorrow so nothing goes crazy. They all go into the room. This is when they're in the room. I don't know. I'm going to try to sum it up a little bit. They're in the room. The guy makes the joke about 3000 bucks. Chief comes up. And he's talking about the extra deputies, extra semi-deputies, and all they care about is, are you going to close the beaches? He says, yes. The mayor says, only for 24 hours. And they're like, 24 hours is like three weeks, which is, you know, annoying. 
and then everyone's complaining, everyone's complaining, and then you get the the nails on the chalkboard, and then you get Quinn saying, "Y'all know me, you know I make a living. I'll catch this bird for you, but uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, I value my head more than three thousand bucks, Chief. I'll find him for three, but I'll catch him and kill him for ten. And I'm sure I got I'm, I'm getting it wrong, which is terrible after thirty-one days. Not like uh, chasing bluegills or tummy gods. This this shark swallow you whole." Little, little um, shaking, little tenderizing, and down you go. Um, and he's, you know, they had to tail the whole damn thing. We'll take it under advisement, but they don't. Boom, they end up closing the beach for a day. Uh, meanwhile, Martin's studying the, the, the books. He's studying about, uh, about sharks. And uh, um, Ellen comes up, scares the hell out of him. And he's like, oh, you know, they don't even know how old sharks are. They could be 2,000, 3,000 years old, which is like, Martin, you need to calm down. Do you want to get drunk and fool around? He's like, yes, I do. But then she's like, where's Mike? Oh, he's in, he loves his, his, uh, his birthday, uh, birthday gift. She's like, well, where is he? He's sitting in it. He's like, oh, son of a bitch. And then he goes back out there and, um, and he, uh, he yells outside. He's like, Michael, get out of that boat now. He's like, come on, Dad, just a little longer. I'm helping Michael. He's not in the water. Mike. He's in a boat. He goes, well, I want him to read the, fishing, the regulations. He shouldn't be out there. She looks down in that book and sees a shark smashing into a boat. And she's like, Michael, did you hear your father? Get out of there now. Then we cut over to <whistles> the two dudes who are trying to catch the boat, trying to catch a shark with a summer roast, the, the holiday roast. They show up at the dock. And he's like, better, we, this better work. This is my wife's holiday roast. He puts a spike in it. The guy's like, don't worry. $3,000 buys an awful lot of roast. And they take it and they go, uh, here you come and get it. Throw the tube attached to the roast, tied it to a dock, send it off. At the, while that's happening, they're waiting. We have um, uh, Martin studying um, um, the, the books more, reading more, seeing more about shark attacks and everything. And then we cut back to the guys on the dock and they're like, they're waiting, and all of a sudden, the thing gets taken out. They're like, it's going, it's going, go, go, go. They shouldn't have wished for that because it pulled the dock down, pulled Charlie down with it. Charlie gets pulled out, and he's, then the dock kind of pulls away from him. He starts swimming back. The dock turns around, and the den herder's back on shore. He's like, swim, Charlie, swim for us, swim for your life. Don't look back, don't look back, Charlie. Charlie comes, swims for his life, finally gets up on that thing, and then we just see the dock was by itself. The shark took off or something, and then the guy's sitting on the dock, and he's like, can we go home now? We cut to the next morning and we see Harbor Master Frank Silva come out of his little office. He looks like Popeye. He's like, he doesn't really say anything. And then we see uh, Hendrix and we see the chief. Um, and Hendrix is telling him about, you know, and then Dirtherder and Charlie, Den Herder and Charlie had to tell Charlie's wife. Uh, had to figure out how to tell John's wife that they where the freezer full of meat is. It's like that's not that's not funny. That's not funny at all. And he's like, Mrs. Kitten must have put her ad in Field and Stream. Look more like the National Enquirer. And then, um, oh boy, I think the next shot is Hooper coming. Oh no no. Then they go over to talk to these two guys who are arguing, and then it cuts to Hooper getting taken off the boat and Ben Garner saying, "Hello, young feller." You're, say you're not. He goes, and then Hooper doesn't say anything. He's like, say you're not going out with those yahoos, are you? Or whatever. I forget exactly. And then we see Hooper um, going up behind Brody. Brody's yelling at these people that they're because they're getting into a fight. And Hooper's like, hey, do you have a paddle on that thing? Then then shuffle off. And he helps him out. He's like, thank you. He's like, I'm, hey, hey, officer, officer. 
Then they, they, he starts yelling at these guys. There's too many people on that boat. He's like, how many people you put on that boat? Hey, whatever's safe. Well, that ain't safe. And then another guy goes by with dynamite, and Brody gets um, gets um, distracted by the dynamite. And then Hooper, he asks Hooper, gentlemen, can you please, uh, the, the officer asked me to, to, to let you know that you're overloading that boat. Hey, what do you care? You don't go. He's like, well, then do you know any um, good uh, hotels or restaurants on the island? He's like, you walk straight ahead. And then um, Hooper's like, they're all going to die. He... Uh, we cut back to Brody um, being on the phone, yelling. Um, I think he was yelling at Paul. I think he was talking to Polly. He was talking to Polly about something, about the the summer help. They're not getting anything. He looks out he, to Hendrix. Hendrix waves. Throw you know he throws the like tax or something at the window. Hendrix sees it. Hendrix waves, brings him in. He's like, I need your help out there. He goes, These are your people. You need to talk to them. He's like, These aren't my people. Do you see the license plates? They're from all over the place. Connecticut, um, uh, Maine, uh, New Jersey, Connecticut, New Jersey. Um, and then the, the Hooper comes in and goes, you know, those guys who told me to get up the fantail, well, they're not going to make it out alive. Lenny, come on. That's what I'm telling you. These are your people. Get out there. Talk to them. Then Lenny takes off and Hooper's like, excuse me, can, can you, he goes, can you tell me where I can find, uh, Chief Brody? He's like, who are you? I'm Matt Hooper from the Oceanographic Institute. He's like, oh, for Christ's sake, I'm Brody. I'm Brody. He goes, what can I do for you? He goes, well, I'd like to, um, get, I'd like to get a chance to see the, to examine the, the, the remains of the body. And he's like, yeah, bear with me, bear with me. We cut over and we see um, Ben Gardner. We see people like, I think the next shot is Ben Gardner going, where do these these yeah, these guys uh, get brought into the rock? They wish their mothers never met their fathers. I know I got it wrong. Where do they, um, basically, because he knows the water better than these yahoos. And then you hear him yelling. People are chumming. People are, are, are riding boats, lighting off fireworks. $3,000 divided four ways is what? They're basically all over the place with each other. We cut over to the medical examiner's office. That's where Hooper tells his little speech. Um, we see uh, Hooper's like, he wants to see the remains of the accident. And he looks at it. He sees this little tub. He's like, what the hell? This is it? And that's when he talks about, um, you know, this is squalus and uh, Adjaminus squalus and this squalus. And he larger, he goes, didn't you, didn't you get out and look at the water? He's like, no. Didn't you call the Coast Guard? No, local jurisdiction. He's like, well, this is not a boat accident. It wasn't a propeller. It wasn't a coral reef, and it wasn't Jack the Ripper. And then he splashes his face. It was a shark. Cut right to the tiger shark mouth being opened up. And everyone's excited. Everyone's cheering. Um, Hooper and, and, and Brody come back. And Brody's, like, all excited because he sees, um, he's like, they got the shark. He's like, Ben Gardner catch this? He's like, no, we did. He's like, oh, swell. That's great. That's great. And then um, that's when Hooper starts measuring the, the, the mouth. And um, he starts he starts looking at the mouth right away. He doesn't I don't know if he measures it right away. Brody runs off and uh, is like, Larry, you're not going to believe it. And then the guy's like, what kind of shock is it? Looks like a macaw. What kind of shock? It's got a deep throat track. It's a tiger shock. A what? And then Lenny's like, Ben getting pretty, plenty of pictures for the paper. All right, we can breathe again. They come over and then uh, Hooper's arguing with those guys about um, about the about. The bite radius. What is this bite radius crap? I'll stick your head in there and you'll see you see if it's a man-eater. He's like, I, all I'm saying is it, it's the bite radius don't match. It's not something I want to be, get beat up over. Lenny comes over. I mean, um, the mayor comes over. He's like, this is Matt Hooper from the Oceanographic Institute. He doesn't care about him. Uh, Lenny's like, isn't it, Mr. Mayor, isn't it great, mayor? And then he's looking at the shark all excited. And then Martin um, Hooper pulls him aside and says, Martin, um, Martin, the fact that there's a, you know, there's all kinds of water shocks in these waters. There's no kind of shock like this in these waters. Um, the fact that these bozos, uh, you think these bozos caught the right shark, it's 100 to 1. 100, 100 to 1. 
look, I, but then he's like, look, um, look, Martin, it probably is. It probably is. But the truth is the bite radius doesn't match the fact of that of the first victim. So what I'm going to do is very simple. The digestive tract on these, on these, uh, on this animal is very slow. So whatever he's eaten in the last 24 hours, his bombs still be in there. I want to cut him open. And then Larry's like, listen, guys, um, he goes, I want to make sure the Bruins aren't back. Listen, guys, um, he goes, now's not the time to do a half-ass autopsy on a fish. And I'm not going to sit here and watch you cut hit that shark open and watch that Kittner boy spill out all over the docks. And that's right when he looks, and there's Mrs. Kittner, and I'm assuming her, her dad. And they, they walk up, and she says, Chief Brody? He's like, yes. Slap. And then she goes on to her speech and says, you, you know, the Hooper reacts. He goes, you know, um, I was just told that a girl died here last week and you knew about it and yet the beaches were open. Um, and now my boy is dead. My boy is dead and there's nothing you could do about it. My boy is dead. I wanted you to know that. And she walks off and then uh, uh, Larry's like, she's wrong, Martin. She's wrong, Martin. And, Mar and, and Brody's like, no, she's not. And he kind of goes off like Charlie Brown. Beep, beep, beep. And um, Larry's like, all right. Uh, I think he talks to Lenny and Carl. Not Lenny and Carl. Could it be Lenny and Carl? Larry and Carl? Lenny and Carl would be hilarious because that's the Simpsons characters. Um, Harv? Lenny and Harv? Carl and Harv? Anyway, go take this uh, tomorrow and throw it in the drink. And then we cut. Um, Brody um, walks off. We cut to the the Brody dinner table scene where um, him and Sean have their little, their little, you know, bonding moment. Give us a kiss because I need it. Hooper shows up uninvited and comes on in, wants to talk to Martin, and uh, tells, tells Ellen all about who he is uh, and about the Aurora and about how he loves sharks and about how he needs to go tell the Institute that there's still a shark problem because it's not the shark. Um, Brody obviously gets drunk on the wine, and then he starts asking him about shark questions and finally says, uh, why don't we go have another drink and go cut that shark open? And Ellen's like, you can do that? He goes, I can do anything. I'm the chief of police. We cut over directly to um, Brody uh, Hooper cutting open the elementary elementary canal and all this milky goo comes out looks like the stuff that Cassidy and Hendrix was drinking um, and they um, he pulls out a couple fish heads some I think a, a can and a, um, a garbage a uh, license plate He's like didn't need a car did he so the tiger shark are like uh, are like um, garbage disposals I think he said or garbage. I don't know. They, they'll eat anything. Uh, but that's it. He, he goes, that's all that's in there. He's like, we better uh, call the mayor, shut down the, close the beaches. He goes, that's not the only problem. You have a fish out there with a head, with a mouth about this big. And that's when he decides he's going to go out on the water. So the next scene is they go out on, on, on Hooper's boat. Brody and him talk a little bit. Brody talks about crime. Hooper talks about being, he finds out Hooper's rich. Um, and then they notice there's something out there with the fish finder, just probably a school of mackerel clumped together. But then there's something else out there about 100 yards ahead. They go up, they see some debris, and then we see Ben Harper's, uh, Ben, Ben Harper, Ben Gardner's boat. That's Ben Gardner's boat. And um, they're like, let's tow it in. He's like, no, I, I want to go check something out. Hooper goes and dives. That's when underwater he sees the great white tooth. But then he sees Ben Gardner's head, freaks out, comes out of the water, cut to the next scene. And it's in the morning. We get that nice long scene of them uh, of them yelling at Larry about closing the beaches, the sign with the um, with the blatant disregard. He wants those guys hoisted up, hoisted up by their Buster Browns, and he's like, "Those beaches will be open." 
then he goes, I don't care what you have to do. So then uh, we cut to all these people coming into town. Cooper and and, uh, and Brody are on the phone trying to get as many people as they possibly can get on the line. They need anybody with a with a badger or a boat, a boat or a gun. Um, uh, even Petty Officer Feldman. Is he around? Little guy with the crew cut. And then we cut to um, all the people showing people in town. And then boom, we cut to Killer Shock video game. That's on the on the beach with Brody walking around, um, trying to uh, talk to the patrols. Peter Benchley comes up and talks about uh, the the shot in the shadow of a great white shark, of a killer shark, uh, and that's the scene where pe- um, then Larry, there's the baseball sound playing in the background. Larry walks up, says, "Why don't you go swimming?" He's like, "Well, I just put on some suntan lotion and I'm waiting to absorb the sun." He's like, "Nobody's going fishing. No, nobody's going in. Can, please go swimming." And he looks at his wife, and they're like, "Okay." So they go swimming, which then all the sheep follow and go swimming as well. And Larry's like, "Yeah, that's great." Um, they're talking, they're monitoring, nothing yet, nothing there. Hendrix thinks he sees something, but it looks like it's just a, um, a reflection, but actually you see the little head go by. Then you see the fin go by, and then all of a sudden the fin comes out. These, these um, two girls don't even notice it. This other girl is like, oh my God, runs, knocks over a raft. Then a guy runs and knocks over the same raft with the same people. Um, and then you've got, Jesus Christ, shark, 350. Martin, get everyone out of the water, the shark in the bay. No whistles, no whistles. Um, oh my God! Right before I, I forgot, I forgot. I cut out the right, uh, right before we um, we get the the fin going by. We get Larry Vaughn saying, you know, a large predator has been caught and killed that may have injured some bathers. But as you see, the beaches are open. It's a beautiful day, and amity, as you know, means friendship. I can't believe I messed that up. If I feel like I'm rushing right now, I apologize. It got really late, really fast, and this is the last day of August, and I'm not doing it justice like I should be. But, damn it, I'm going to do it. So, um, they, they, everyone get out of the water. People are trampling all over each other. Everyone get out of the water. Turns out it was nothing. There's a, a couple of kids with a cardboard shark. All of a sudden, you know, they're announcing just a fake shark. And then you hear, shark, shark in the pond. Now what? Michael's in the pond. Brody goes for a run. You see the shark going in the pond. Uh, Michael and his friends are on the boat. I completely forgot about the scene where Brody tells Michael, you know, go in the pond. Pond's for old ladies. Yeah, but do it for the old man. Um, and then Ellen goes, I've got Sean, even though she didn't. Um, then we got, oh man, I'm, I'm blowing it. I'm blowing it, but I'm still going through. I know I'm not, I'm, I'm screwing up the order. I'm screwing up the order. I'm failing. But I'm going to keep going. So the next scene is... Um, they run to the to the he's running to the pond and the guy's like fellas you got to put the the hull on the sloop or whatever and make it fast you guys are right over there and they're like you got to do the thing and that guy's like I'm doing it and all of a sudden the shark is coming up from behind people are freaking out the shark knocks the guy over and for some reason it knocks the kids boat over maybe the waves because um, they were on the they were no they were on their they were in their boat so I don't know why it knocked them over um, and then. You see off the distance, you hear, ah, ah, screaming. Then you see the, the scariest shot in the whole movie of the shark pulling the guy under. His, his leg gets cut off, and um, Brody's running. Does anybody have a gun? Shoot it, shoot it. And the shark goes away. Um, the, the other kids help. Oh, the shark goes right by Michael Brody. He freaks out and is in, is in shock. The shark goes away and then um, pulls, um, 
then then they pull Michael out of the water, and she's like, "He's dead." No, he's not. He's in shock. Grabs a couple blankets, covers him up, and then looks off. And he should be looking right at Larry Vaughn. Looks off in the distance to the water. He's like, "I must go out there." We cut, and then the next shot is um, there in the the hospital. And doctor says, "Just a case of mild shock. He should be able to go home." Shock. He should be able to go home in the in the morning. Uh, and they're pushing him through, and Ellen's like, I want, you know, you can watch TV. You want me to get you ice cream, coffee? And then they, they bring Michael off to his hospital room. He's going to stay the night. And he says to uh, Ellen, do you want to bring him home? And she's like, back to New York? I'll wait to New York? And he's like, no, back here. She's like, okay. She leaves. He sees Larry, goes in the other room, grabs him. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm truly sorry. I'm truly sorry. I'm truly sorry. He goes, what, what, what? He goes, you're going to do what you do best. You're going to sign this paper and hire the Quint. Hire the... He goes, you're going to sign these papers. We're going to hire Quint to kill the shark. I don't know if I can do that. I, I, August, August, August. He goes, Larry, Larry, summer's over. You're the mayor of Shark City. People think you want the beaches open. He goes, I was, I was thinking in the best interest of the, of, the, of, the, of the city. That's right. You were thinking best interest of the city. That's why you're going to sign these papers or the best interest of the people. You're going to sign these papers and hire Quint. My, Martin, my kids were on that beach too. Sign it, Larry. He signs it. And then Brody opens up the cloth. And walk and walks through with like a man on a mission, and then he's like, now all of a sudden you get the um, ten thousand dollars, um, two hundred dollars a day, whether I which I kill whether I or I kill him or not. Um, get the mayor off my back for the zoning problems. They're in Quint's place now. Hooper's looking around. He's all excited, uh, and then he says, um, two, one case of, can of, ap of apricot brandy, and you buy lunch. He goes two cases and and oh no, you buy dinner. He goes two cases and I'll buy you lunch. Something like that. Um, I guess lunch is a lot cheaper than dinner. And he's like, uh, foie gras, caviar, and don't forget to call the TV. And then he's, and he's like, chief, here, try this. He gives him a little moonshine. I made it myself. Cooper gives a little drink. Um, Brody gives a little drink. Quint doesn't. Quint downs it and, and watches him. He's like, here's to swimming with bow-legged women. Excuse me, excuse me, chief. Goes over, checks on his cooking uh, claws, then comes back complaining about can't find a guy over, you know, under 60. And... Um, He's like, Mr. Quint, this is Matt Brody. I know who he is. He goes, um, and that's when he's like, you know, he's going to help from the Oceanographic Institute. He's like, uh, he goes, um, I'm not talking about pleasure boat. And he's like, I did two transpacts and a um, and a U.S. Cup, World's Cup, some kind of cup. Um, and he's like, I'm not talking about pleasure boating. I'm talking about I'm talking about working for a living. I'm talking about sharking. He's like, well, I'm not talking about catching any. Oh, what does he say? I'm talking about catching any. Any tiger shark. I forget what he says. Any, any bluefish. Oh, I forget what he says. I'm talking about a great white. Pokers? You're talking about pokers? And um, he, that's when he says, tie me a sheep shank. He doesn't even look at the sheep shank. And then he looks at his hands and he says, yeah, you know, because you got, you got city hands. You've been counting money all your life. Does the whole kitty scissors thing. He's like, I don't need this. I don't need this working class bull crap. He's like, you don't do this about the, uh, on the boat, are you? And then Quinn's like, uh, maybe I should go myself. He's like, no, it's my boat. It's my charter. It's my vessel. On board, I'm mate, mess, captain, and I'm and I'm um, and I'm captain. I forget. I'm mate, first mate, um, chief, all this stuff, and I'm captain. Take him for ballast. It's like you got it. Cut to the scene, and um, Quint is bringing out his equipment. Sees Hooper with his equipment, making fun of his. Uh, he's like, "What are you, some kind of half-ass astronaut?" <laughs> and then um, Hooper goes to put the tank, give um, him the tank, while the shark cage is going on. He's like, what do you got here? Uh, portable shower and monkey cage. He's like, um, that's when he talks about the shark cage. That's when we get the um, farewell to the old, old Spanish ladies. Hooper just sits there and takes it. Then we see Brody show up with Ellen. 
We get long, one long shot. She says, I pack this for you. I pack that for you. They kiss and everything. And Quint's like, come on, daylight's wasting. You know, see, you got your rubbers. And that's all one shot. Ellen runs off. They get on the boat. Quint is all excited. And they take off for sea. Hooper's chumming. Uh, I mean, Brody's chumming. Hooper's looking. They're on the boat now. Brody's chumming. Hooper's looking at his um, at his equipment. Uh, they're kind of talking. And then he goes, get another chum mocker. Brody pulls the wrong knot. All the oxygen tank knocks over. Hooper yells at him. She's like, next time just ask me which one you want to pull. Um, and he's like, I don't know what any, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe eat it. I once seen one eat a, eat a rocking chair. Um, and then they're kind of, we cut to a scene where Brody's tying the knot, practicing the knot. He's like, not too good, is it, chief? Eh, nothing's, you know, hey, try again, or nothing's easy. Uh, Hooper's more looking at his equipment. That's when Brody, that's when Quint notices that, and all of a sudden, Brody ties the knot. I got it. The, the reel takes off. He's like, get behind me. He's like, what? Wet the reel. Wet the reel. And then, Hooper, uh, Hooper, um, neutral, reverse. Hooper, idiot, aren't you watching? He's like, don't, don't, no more water. I don't want to drown me. And um, they're trying to catch the thing. And then Hooper's like, it's not a shark. He goes, let it go. He's like, Hooper, Hooper, maybe a big Yahoo in the lab, but down here, just Hooper Cargo. If you don't want to backstreet, back, backstreet. If you don't want to uh, backstroke home, get down here. Um, get your gloves on, both of you. And um, that's when he, he's like, it's not a shark. He tries to pull. The wire's showing, the wire's showing. Hooper goes to pull. The wire gets bitten. It gets ripped. Quint's like, not a shark, eh? Um, uh, tuna or uh, tuna uh, uh, sporting fish. He's like, um, don't you tell me my business again. Um, he goes, uh, he goes, bite through this piano. Obviously, it was the shark. Uh, and then Hooper, he goes, get up, you know, he goes, up, get up, you know, he goes, Hooper goes upstairs and is yelling, is mad. Uh, he's doing all the face thing. And Brody's like, what's the point? He's like, I trick him. I trick him up, uh, you know, take their time. And then he goes, Hooper, uh, 12 knots. Aye, aye, sir. Aye, aye, sir. And then they take off. And it fades off. Next scene we fade in. Quint is in the crow's nest, looking up, looking down. He's like, Brody, stop that chum line again. And he's like, you know, let Hooper have a turn. Hooper drives the boat, chief. And so he starts chumming. And he's like, stop playing with yourself, Hooper. He comes down. Uh, slow ahead, if you please, if you will. Or if you please, or if it pleases you. I forget exactly. He's like, yeah, you heard him. Slow ahead. And then he goes and fiddles with the reel. And then that's when, when Brody says, slow ahead. Slow ahead. I can go slow ahead. Why don't you come down here and try some chum some of this shit? And then the shark emerges. He pops up. He backs up. He says, you're going to need a bigger boat. That's when we finally see the shark. He's like, turn off that engine. Hooper turns off the engine. The shark comes right at them, goes under, and that's when, like, Brody, I mean, Quint is like, oh, and he's like, that's, and Hooper goes, that's 20 footer. And he's like, 25, three tons of them. And get the, prep that, that um, he's like, we're going to get a bigger boat, right? We need a bigger boat. It's like, time to go to work. He goes, prep the barrel. So he starts getting the harpoon put together, and, and um, Hooper starts not getting the barrel together. He starts putting his equipment together, and he's like, Hooper, where are you? Hurry up, Hooper. And he's like, um, your turn, Quint. He finally gets the stuff out there, tying the boat. He's like, Hooper, hurry up, Hooper. He's coming. He was coming straight at them. And, and Brody, uh, Brody's like, shoot, shoot, kill it, kill it. He's like, hurry up, Hooper. Um, and then um, Hooper ties up. He's like, don't wait for me. And then finally he says, go. And he, he shoots, uh, hits the, the shark, doesn't hit him in the head. He's like, what were you doing? You know, I had a clean shot at the head. Um, they, the, they go with the barrel, and, they, he, and Hooper runs up, and he goes, Come on, I, um, I'm bringing it around. Get another barrel ready. They chase it, and then the barrel goes under, and it's doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. 
And Hooper's, uh, Quint's just hanging out at the end of the bow, is it whatever that's called. And he just has the look on his face. And Brody's like, we're going back, right? We're going back? He's like, we have one barrel in them. We're going to stay out here. So, but we could radio in and go back. Cut to inside at nighttime. This is when Brody's checking his scar. Brody's like, that's not permanent, Chief. Want to see something, Brody? Boom, boom, boom. And he takes out his tooth. And he's like laughing. And then he, this is when they says, look at the bump on my head. Um, this is, uh, and, and Hooper's like, I have that beat. Moray eel bit me through my wetsuit. And um, Quint is like, I don't know about that, but uh, see this here? He goes, I can't extend this. I was uh, at an Oki bar, uh, uh, and uh, I was um, uh, celebrating my third wife's demise, and a big Chinese guy, uh, arm wrestled this big Chinese guy, and he took him over. And, um, and then he's like, uh, well, then he pulls out, Hooper pulls out the, um, the bull shark, brushed up against him, and he was getting samples. Quinch pulls up the, um, the, um, oh God, what did he pull up? He pulls up the, uh, thresher shark, thresher shark, thresher, it's a shark, thresher tail, um, got whipped by a thresher tail. Quint is looking at, I mean, Brody knows he all he has is an appendix scar and, um, and there, and then, uh, Hooper's like, I have that beat. I have that beat. This is, he goes, I have the, the, this is the creme de la creme or whatever it was. This right there. He's like, what, you're wearing a sweater? He goes, no, Mary Allen Muppet. She broke my heart. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And then uh, Brody's like, what's that there? He goes, oh, that's a tattoo. Let me guess. Mother. He goes, Mr. Hooper, that was the USS Indianapolis. You were on the Indianapolis? Then we get the Indianapolis speech. And then uh, after the Indianapolis speech, we get the whale. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm brushing over the Indianapolis speech. It is now 11.13 p.m. and I'm running out of Jogus days. I screwed this up. Um, so ooh, what's that? It's a whale. Then we have... Um, Show me the way to go home. No, then he starts. Oh my God! What is my dog barking at? Oh, this is this is this is Jogus, folks. Um, he's like, what is that? That's a whale. And he says, um, what? Um, so the, that's a whale. And then all of a sudden, um, Quint gives the um, a farewell to do you know, Spanish lady. Then instead of that, we get the show me the way to go home song from the bar my dog barking in the background at eleven fifteen. Awesome. Um, they start singing Show Me the Way to Go Home. The barrel pops up, the shark smashes in, and they like start the engine. And um, all of a sudden, water's getting in. He's like, Pump it out. Oh, Chief, put out the fire. The Chief tries to make a call. Um, uh, pump, and then he's like, Put out the fire, Chief. Um, they, um, he runs outside with his shotgun and tries to shoot it after he tells uh, Hooper to pump it out. Um, Hooper's like, but Quint, don't waste your time. And then Martin goes to grab his gun, uh, and he goes to shoot. He wants to shoot it, but the shark's already gone. Martin, you okay? Martin, you all right? And then uh, Quint does a little more singing, and then we come back to the next day, and Martin can't move the rudder, um, and Quint and Hooper are trying to fix it. The barrel pops up, and I'm going to get the rest of Jaws done in under five minutes if I can figure this out. The barrel pops up. There it is. Uh, let's go. Then they, uh, Hooper and Quint go to take the, the rope out, uh, and he tells Brody to start the engine. Brody goes, I'm going to make a phone call. Quint uh, comes in, smashes it with the uh, bat, and uh, Brody's all pissed off. And then Hooper's like, uh, boys, boys, he's coming back for his noontime feeding. Get me another barrel. Shoots him with another barrel. Now we got two barrels on him. He's, not gonna, he's got two barrels on him. Um, and he goes down with two barrels, and he's like, that's incredible. Uh, then the two barrels pop up. 
They swing around. They tie the two barrels in. That's when Hooper goes, he goes, give him room. Ah! And he ties him in, and he's like, oh, he, uh, he's, you know, um, he's, he, he pulls Hooper out because Hooper's almost tied down. Um, and then this is, I feel like I'm rambling, but I'm getting it done. Um, and then the boat gets pulled, and Martin and Hooper almost fall down. Then uh, Quint takes off, and he's like, and he's taken off, and he's dragging the shark, basically. He's like, back home, we got a taxi to him in. He's going to have a heart attack when he see what I brung him. Uh, but then, all of a sudden, you're losing your transom. They shut the, the boat off. Now the shark is pulling the boat, and Hooper and them are trying to untie it, untie it. It's impossible. It's impossible. Water splashing. We need to get the axe, get the axe. It's a machete. But Hoop, uh, Quint goes and gets the axe, chops it, and then um, the boat goes down. Boom. And uh, he's like, pump it out. Pump it, get the get the uh, pump, pump it out, chief. He's like, we're gonna drown, aren't we? They go up on the deck. Brody's like, screw this, I'm gonna go up on the deck. The shark smashes into the boat. They're whoa, and then they start taking off. And he goes, I'm gonna, he's following us. Oh my God, he's following us. And he says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him in. We're gonna go in. I'm gonna bring him in. And I'm gonna drown him. I'm gonna drown him in the shallow waters. Um, gonna, gonna lure him in and drown him. Brody, we're, we're heading in, Brody. That's the only time he calls him Brody in the whole movie. He goes, thank Christ. He, he pushes the engine, pushes the engine, pushes the engine way too hard. The, uh, Hooper's like, don't do that. You don't want to do that. He's like, I know what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. Finally, the engine dies. Boom, 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 explosions. They're stalled. Um, and Brody, Hooper gets some of his stuff. Uh, Brody's like, just afraid. Hooper looks dumbfounded. And Quint is like, ah, what are we going to do? He looks at the life preservers. You know, he said, I'm never going to put on a life preserver again. I'll never put on a life preserver again. Gives a preserver to Hooper, gives one to Quint, and he's like, Mr. Uh, Hooper, uh, what exactly can you do with these things of yours? He goes, well, I think I can pump 20 cc's of whatever. You can get this little needle into him? No, I can't do that. But if, if I can get close to him in this cage, and Brody's like, what? And he goes, do you have any better suggestions? They put the cage together. They put um, Hooper in a wetsuit. They give him one of the oxygen tanks. He gets in there with all this, all this stuff. He's got the spear. gets lowered in the water. Keep him off me as long as you can while I'm ready. The shark comes in. The shark goes away. The shark comes back, smashes him. He drops the friggin' thing on the ground. So he can't get it. The shark is now attacking, attacking, attacking the cage. He manages to jump up to get out of the top of the cage, stabs the shark a few times. Hooper's the only person to ever touch the shark and live. Tabs, stabs the shark, gets up through the roof, swims away while the shark is beating up the, the cage. Brody's like, pull the cage up, pull the cage up. It's giving way. It smashes down. Quint, they're like, rig something, rig something. Rig something up. He's like, slower, slower. And they're, they're tick, 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 trying to... Um, trying to uh, bring the cage back up. The cage is empty. It smashes down. All of a sudden you hear and then they look and the shark jumps out of the water, lands on the boat, smashes on the boat, destroys the boat. Hooper and, and I mean, Quint and, and Brody fall down. Brody's holding on for dear life. Quint is holding on for dear life. The other oxygen tank hits Quint's arm. Ah! He pulls his hand away, tries to grab Brody, doesn't, slides down. He's fighting, he's fighting in the, in the saddest part of the whole movie. He's stabbing. He's the, he goes into the shark's mouth. The shark bites on him. He's stabbing, he's fighting. He wails, he spits blood, he's dead. He goes underwater. Quint, uh, Brody's alone inside the boat now. The shark smashes through the boat. Um, Brody fights it off, like uh, smashes it with the air tank, throws the air tank in his mouth. Then he comes out of the boat, goes up onto the um, the uh, grabs the rifle from the from the cockpit or whatever you call it, the 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 main controls. Goes up on the crow's nest while the ship is almost sinking. 
The shark comes, he stabs it with a spear because he's got a spear too. Then the shark goes away a little bit, comes right for him again. And he's like, come on, come on, show me, show me the tank, show me the tank. Come on, come on, blow up, blow up, show me the tank. He starts shooting, starts shooting. The, the shark is coming straight at him, starts shooting, starts shooting. Finally, he, see, he just takes one last shot and goes, smile, you son of a bitch. Or he doesn't even say son of a bitch, he says, smile, you son of a Boom, blows up. He's like, oh, yeah. And then you see the sad diddly dee diddle as the shark uh, goes into the uh, into the into the, the shark body, and then Quint's like, I mean Brody's like, ah. Oh. And then all of a sudden, bubble bubble bubble. Hooper comes up, he comes over, and Brody's like, ha ha ha. And Hooper's like, ha ha ha. Quint, no. He goes, you think we can get on these? Get in on these? Then the last thing we see is them paddling in together. He's like, what day is it? It's Wednesday, Tuesday, I think. He goes, oh. He goes, I think the tide's with us. I used to hate the water. He goes, I can't imagine why. End credits. And the last thing we see from far enough a distance is Brody and Quint swimming to shore and making landfall. And that, my, my niece and nephew, is the story of Jaws. I'm sure I rushed it. I'm sure the second half rushed it. But guess what? I did it. So I hope you enjoy it. Now, guys, I did this whole thing outside so that I could shoot a video while I'm doing this. And it turns out my video was off half the time, so I missed all of it. So I just want to say a few things and to, to finish out this show. I want to say uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for subscribing. You know where to find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. I want to thank everyone who's emailed in. David. I want to thank all the people on Twitter. Uh, David and Eric who emailed in. Eric and Chris who were guests on the show. All the Twitter people who've been tweeting and retweeting and sharing things. Thank you guys so much. I want to thank Ray Romano, Tom Waits. I want to thank um, Jesse the Body Ventura. Um, and I think those are the only uh, bad impressions I did. I can't, wasn't there someone else? I forget. Um, but I want to thank all, all my guests, real and fake. Uh, and, you know, this was 31 days. This was just a labor of love. I do it for fun. Um, you could, if you looked at the stats of people listening, you can tell I definitely do it for fun. This was awesome. I'm, I'm finishing my last Gansett. I'm very happy uh, that we did this. And uh, before you go, before we go, I have uh, one last little special thing I want to play for you. Uh, and then after that, you're going to hear my theme song. Summer party, smoke and drink, that guy there is cute, I think. Go night swimming, what's the harm? Later, Hendrix finds her arm. She wakes up, his sleep is done, he doesn't remember the sun. They brought this house back in the fall, missing person, he gets a call. Verby hits, they offspring, scented Ellen, get her cut back, and he's gotta go, can't sneak around, be careful, Jeeva in this town. They find the body, bring it back, officially a shark attack, but then the mess had boat instead and kept you Brody quiet. They didn't close the beaches, no, they kept them open like the shark was hoping. They didn't close the beaches. You could still go swimming with bow-legged women. Perfect day, perfect weather, the Brodies are all together. Ellen learns the spider pleads an islander she'll never be. Ten more minutes, Alex gets, Pippet's great at playing fetch. Michael goes in for a swim and Harry's bad hat. 
Ellen rubs Martin's back. The chief just cannot relax. Sean is playing in the sand. Have you seen the Muffin Man? Too much splashing in the ocean. What the hell is that commotion? Everybody get out. Has anyone seen Alice? They didn't close the beaches. No, they kept them open like the shark was hoping. They didn't close the beaches. You could still go swimming with bow-legged women. Mrs. Kittner placed an ad. Business owners think it's bad. Close the beaches for a day. That's like three weeks, they all say. Nails running down a track. Bob Quinn did his best to strike a chord. Ten thousand bucks and he will bring the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. People come from all around, fishermen from out of town. $3,000 reward, Ben Gardner is quite perturbed. Hooper shows up, wants to see what's left of Chrissy's body. No boat, no jack, no coral reef, it's definitely a shark. Open back up the beaches. Yes, they are back open like the shark was hoping. Open back up the beaches. You can go back swimming with bow-legged women. Tiger shark caught and killed. Brody and the mirror thrilled. Hooper says not so fast. Mrs. Kidner with a slap. Brody's drunk shark autopsy. No kid in there for them to see. Hooper dropped the great right tooth. So Mevon said you have no proof. Beach back open little Sean. Watches Michael in the pond. A man is killed for all to see. of the mirror of Shark City. They finally closed the beaches. It's a little late. The shark already ate. They finally closed the beaches. You cannot go swimming with bow-legged women. Hooper Brody goes, he quits, seems to not like Hooper. One bit ready to go and hunt a porker. They all ship up on the Yorker. Brody chums over the side, the boat is driven by the tide. Hooper's checking all his gear while Quint is fishing off the rear. Brody perfected is not the shark, just bit Hooper. Said not, don't be calling Quint a liar. What else could bite through that wire? The great white popped up from the dive, it's 20 feet, no 25. A lump has formed in Brody's throat, you're gonna need a bigger boat. They finally closed the beaches. It was a little late, the shark already ate, they finally closed the beaches. You cannot go swimming with bow-legged women. Stayed the night out at sea, Quinn, Hooper, and Brody. Trading scars, Quinn's speech, shark smashes, hull breach. Fixed the rudder in the morning, barrel puffed up as a warning. Tied it to the orca's back, taxidermist heart attack. The orca breaks, they're gonna sing. Hooper gets lowered in the drink. The cage, the great white destroys it. Jumps on the orca, swallows Quinn. Brody's now the only one, a man alone with just a gun. He tells that SOB to smile, then blows the beast to peace. The beaches can reopen Amity is safe Because the chief is brave The beaches can reopen Brody sure is super Oh look there is Hooper Hooper, 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 Hooper The beaches can reopen Forget what you heard No second shot occurred The beaches can reopen Amity is safe because the chief is brave. The beaches can reopen. Forget what you heard. No second shock occurred. occurred, occurred. Happy jogs, everybody. Thank you guys so much. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this
episode. Fabs not experts.